happy and healthy. I hope you guys are doing well on this fine, lovely Tuesday. Maybe you're not listening on a Tuesday, so I hope your week is just going well. To be honest, I'm having a pretty good day. This week has been extremely long. I'm gearing up for the weekend, so when I am recording this, it is actually April 7th. And I have a super long weekend up ahead. I'm doing a friend's bachelorette party half in Dallas, and then like literally Saturday night, I'm flying out to L.A., and then going up to Palm Springs for a friend's wedding, like a, a person that I've known for a very, very long time. They're getting married up in Palm Springs. So I'm going to that for a quick trip to L.A., and this past week was so, so insane, um, and it just keeps going. But I've had really good quality time with some friends, Bible studies, calling people. I was in Austin at the beginning of this week, um, just filming content, meetings. I hired someone part-time, which is really, really exciting. I'm, like, so, so, so excited about it. It's, like, such a stress reliever. Yeah, I just feel good, and honestly, the weather in Dallas has been so, so nice lately, like, all I've wanted to do is go on walks, and I have been doing that. I've been going on walks, like, every single day. Well, that No, that's a lie. I went on a walk Monday. I went on a walk yesterday and this morning, and I did strength training uh, two days ago, so I need to do some strength training tomorrow so that I don't lose, like, all my muscle. You know what I mean? I'm going to actually work out with a friend tomorrow as well and, like, show her some stuff, and I'm really excited. So I've been in a pretty good mood today. I just cracked open this Celsius, and honestly – very disappointed. It is their raspberry acai, and I opened it, and it tasted like spicy. I don't even know. Let me try one more sip. Let me just see here. Let's do some ASMR, if you will. Yeah, I don't like that. Ugh. Like, what is the spicy thing in there? I have no idea. That's so weird. Anyway, I just now know to not get that flavor. This whole month, honestly is going to be crazy. Like, I'm going to L.A. twice. I'm going to Cabo at the end of the month for a, wedding, a friend's wedding. So lots of weddings, lots of bachelorette parties, lots of travel, a ton of stuff going on. Easter's coming up, which I'm really excited about. So all good things. I'm just trying to get over this, like, little mental slump that I'm in. Oh, my dear God. Y'all, I'm looking outside my window, and the allergies and the pollen in Dallas is just insane right now. Like, I'm just seeing, like, all this crap blowing through the wind right now. And, like, I have someone, I have a task rabbit at my house right now building my patio furniture, which I'm so, 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 so excited for. Um, but I feel like all the furniture is going to get destroyed with the amount of rain and pollen we've been having lately. So I'm hoping that that's not the case. Anyway, side tangent. <laughs> Welcome to Happy and Healthy. My name is Janine, and this is your first time coming to my podcast. Um, this is the podcast that I post every single Tuesday to help you guys be more happy and healthy in your life, mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally. Overall, I just love to help you guys. I'm 28 years old. I'm from Dallas. I'm a Christian. My goal is just to inspire, to help you guys, to, you know, provide insight into things that maybe you're struggling with or whatever. So today's episode is going to be actually a little bit different, but I'm actually really excited for it. It was more of just like a fun conversation. It's with these two girls that are business owners of the company and clothing line, Daily Drills. I brought on Kennedy and and Ralph. I was going to say Mary Ralph, but she goes by Ralph. And her first name is Mary, but she goes by Ralph. And I brought them on, and they do business together. They have a clothing business together. Um, I wear their clothing. I love their clothing, actually. And they're just so sweet. I really loved today's episode where they talked about just basically how to start a business. Maybe you're in that sphere where you're like, man, I would love to start a business. I don't know where to start. How do I do it? You know, they kind of gave me hope that like, wow, it is possible. And if you do want to do it, then freaking do it. You know what I mean? Like it's so possible. And I loved hearing their story and just like, honestly, the advice that they gave at the very end, I'm not just trying to like do that as like clickbait to be like, stick around for the end. 
I genuinely was like, wow, that was really good. And I feel like they're really motivating, uplifting, encouraging people to follow. And just, I love today's episode. And I was very motivated as well to be like, I can follow my dreams and make things come true. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. It's basically just talking about like how to start your own business and like hearing their story and how to be successful. What's the mentality you need to have, how to work with your best friend. If you start a business with your best friend and it was just a really great conversation. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I'm not sure why my voice is raspy, but it is raspy. I wasn't screaming anytime soon or recently. I don't know why, but maybe it's the allergies. I just have a really raspy voice today and I don't know why. Anyway, love you guys. Let's get into today's episode of Happy and Healthy with Daily Drills. Okay. All right. Ralph and Kennedy, welcome to Happy and Healthy. How are you guys today? So good. Thanks for having us. Okay, this is my first time, I think. Actually, no, that's a lie. This is my second time interviewing like two people at once and so sorry if it gets a little like confusing I've actually it's like hard to kind of know like who goes first and who talks first I'm sure you guys deal with that all the time because you're in podcasts a lot um but I'm super excited to have you guys on you guys own a business called daily drills or a clothing brand called daily drills and I've actually been using it like nonstop since you guys sent me a package like the amount of compliments and people DMing me being like, where do I get this from is like unreal. So way to go, you guys. I love it. Thank you. It's so sweet. So fun. You look so, so cute in it. I love the Instagrams. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> so I obviously like want to hear y'all stories. You own this company. You guys are best friends. Um, so basically I want to just hear like, first of all, how did you guys start? Like what was like the, the vision, the dream? And then like, why did you start, you know, daily drills? Yeah, it's actually crazy. I I literally feel like it was divine intervention. It wasn't this big grand plan from the beginning. Really, I come from a marketing background and Ralph comes from a social media background. We were best friends. And I'd always kind of talked about different business ideas. And we would be like that person for each other who would bounce ideas, who'd use to bounce ideas off of. And we actually both were working um, with a client. Again, she was doing social for her. I was helping with copywriting strategy. And she was in the fashion world, had leftover fabric, and she was picking my brain on what to do with it. And I was like, wait, I want to take it. So I text Ralph and I was like, hey, do you want to do an activewear line? So originally we thought we were going to be activewear. We've obviously transitioned to so much more. But she literally texted me back, yes, that night. I'm not even kidding. We had a meeting with her the next week and we didn't even have the name. We didn't have some big grand plan. We could only afford black leggings, black biker shorts, white t-shirts. Um, so it was like very, very like <laughs> ground level. We just wanted to get started and see, you know, what would come of it. Um, and really like, we just felt so much wind and momentum at our backs. Like the amount of support we had from the get-go and then like furthermore months into it, like that continued momentum really shocked both of us and it led us to both quitting our full-time jobs full-time jobs yeah and going full-time with daily drills so it's been such a journey we've only been at it for a year and a half and it's already grew into so much more than we ever thought it would be yeah oh my gosh that is so cool I love that like just the passion behind it too and how did y'all like come up with the name like why why daily drills my sister actually came up with it we had another we had another name in mind and it was trademarked and we wanted something that was fun and exciting. I feel like Ralph and I both really pride ourselves on being positive, spontaneous, 
excited people. And so we wanted a name that really amplified that kind of narrative and daily drills just kind of kept sticking around. It's something, um, the word daily, it's, you know, it's, it's part of your daily habit, your daily routine, your daily wardrobe. Um, and then drills, we just, I don't know. We, I think we just gravitated towards that word. I honestly yeah. don't know. And then since it started as a workout brand drills kind of was in that lane, yeah. but we yeah. added an exclamation point in our logo. Um, which is kind of like become more of our logo than just daily drills. Like if we put on a lot of like different items that we're creating on hats or creating, we're just using the exclamation point instead of our um, daily drills uh, first patch. And I think that exclamation point just like really just what's the word and compilates solidifies it. <laughs> it just like, it shows everything that we want to be like, we want to be girls that say yes to things that are excited. If you get dressed yeah. in the morning, you either get to be excited about what you're wearing that helps with confidence so that exclamation point just kind of is the signature of daily drills I would say that is so freaking fun and I love that I feel like that's like really different and you don't see that very much and I think that's like super unique and cool um okay so y'all moved to LA you guys are from Texas I know I know Ralph you said that you're from Austin Kennedy where are you from again I'm from a smaller town in Washington state just south of Seattle okay and so how did you guys, like, how long have y'all been friends and how did you guys also meet? I'm just like curious with the backstory <laughs> yeah. of that. It's a funny story. It's actually so funny. We met on Instagram in 2015 Yeah, and we both um, were part of a collaborative Instagram account. It was five girls. Um, a few of us knew each other, but a few of us had never met. Ken and I were some that had never met and it was a fashion account. So I would post on a Monday, Ken would post on a Tuesday, the next girl would post on the Wednesday, um, which was super fun. And then she was already going to college at LMU in LA. And then I went to Pepperdine in 2016 okay. and we met in real life, but we don't remember the first time we met in real life, which is funny. And then just became <laughs> friends, like as our circles in LA became closer and closer. Um, but we say we met on Instagram. It's kind of funny that we did, but it worked. I know. No, I love that. Honestly, some of my best friends I have met through Instagram, like people to this day, I'm just like, oh my gosh, like what would I have done without you if it weren't for like the internet or Instagram? Like, it's just so cool, which is why, like, I love it so much. Um, how long ago did you guys move out to LA? Like I used to live out there as well. I moved back to Dallas a year ago and like, I, I miss it so much. Like the energy and the drive and like, obviously I'll know the weather and the beach and just everything. And like anything that you want is like right there. Like it's so attainable. And I feel like it's a little bit hard here in Dallas, but how long have y'all lived out there? Oh my gosh. Since 2014. Yeah. I've lived out here since 2015. So what is that? Eight years? Yeah. Ish. Yeah. Which is crazy. And today it's literally perfect weather. It's like, it's like hot summer, which is so uh zealous never leaving yeah. our families are very sad when we say that but I know. we love it it's just it's just perfect. every time I think about leaving I'm like nope can't do it yeah can't do it. yeah yeah no I totally get that it really did it took the lord for me being like you need to go home but I like I was being so stubborn and I was like I am not moving back to Dallas because I mean maybe I'll feel this way but you feel like going back to your hometown is like taking a step backwards and I had to, like, really reshift my thinking to be like, okay, no, this is not taking a step backwards. Like, this is just a new season. And so I totally get the hype around L.A. Obviously, we both know, we all know that um, there's a lot of cons as well. <laughs> but, I, I mean, y'all are paying, like, what, like $7 gas prices right now? <laughs> it's so crazy. There's a lot of – I call it my beach tax. I'm like, it's yeah. fine. I get yeah. to live by the beach. But I do think that's so cool that you moved back to Dallas. I feel like for a lot of people, especially people that, like, 
want to go and move away from their hometown and have those big dreams and ambitions. It does feel like taking a step back. And I felt like that before, but it's like kind of more courageous to be able to be like, I'm going to be okay with moving back home and doing the next step at home. Um, I think it's super cool too. Cause it's like, I feel like a lot of people think it's like super cool to live far away from your family or in the huge city, but it's also just as cool to live and move back to where your family's from. And I go back to Texas all the time. It's just nice. Austin's a great city too. Like I was just there this past weekend and I absolutely love it. Okay. So I'm kind of curious because y'all know, like in today's industry, it's extremely competitive. You know, everyone's starting clothing brands. Everyone has, um, you know, merch and, you know, supply and demand right now is insane. Like I'm trying to do my own merch and there's been like all these issues of like, sorry, it's back ordered or you're gonna have to pay like a hundred plus dollars for this one blank t-shirt. And I'm like, what? So like, what is your advice? And like, how did you guys really like get into this? Like what were like the beginning steps of kind of like, we want to start this business and then like advice to people that, you know, maybe are looking up to y'all and they're like, how do I do this? Like I've always had a dream and I don't know how to get there. What's like even like the first step that I do. We always say the first step is to just start. You're not going to love your first product. Like we look back and we laugh at our photo shoot that we spent $300 on because we didn't have the budget for. And we laugh at our products, not because they weren't good. It's just, we've come so far and like innovative innovation wise created so much more beyond just black leggings. And so we always say, just start. That's the scariest part, putting it out there, telling your friends and family. Um, and we just decided to do that from the get-go. Like we were just like, we're starting a business. This is the name. This is what we're going to do. And just like took that first baby step. And then we always say like, things just kind of like fall into place how they're supposed to. And, and also I have so many thoughts on this, but the people who like I personally look up to or are the most successful in the world have had 10 failed businesses before they yeah. have the one that succeeds. So when we started, yeah. we were like, let's just bet on ourselves. Let's pay Let's, we both put in $10,000. We were like, we're spending this money to learn. We're going to, we're going to learn so much, even if it isn't a super profitable business. And um, so we, we just started there and then we were really lucky to find our manufacturer. um, And that just kind of was again, like right place, right time, but putting it out there, you'd be surprised. So many people want to help. Yeah. You always say that like so many people want to help ask the question, ask for help, ask for an intro, ask for a connection. Um, give yeah. people the opportunity to bless you in that way too. And they will. And yeah. once you kind of put it out there too, now people are like, Oh, I know you have this clothing business. I have this event coming up. Come join. Oh, I know you have this clothing business. I know this person in PR. Let me enter you. Yeah. So it's like one thing leads to the next super quickly when you start telling people and also um, going into business with a friend, I know can seem scary for a lot of people, but I feel like it's been yeah. so beneficial to yeah. us because it's like double the network, double the people, double the things that we're good at. Like, Ken's very operational, right. very business-minded. I'm more creative, um, higher in space, I would say. Um, so it's kind of nice to have both because I draw those things out of her and she draws the other things out of me. So having all of your strengths connect really helps like get the business to the next level and just do things quicker. Like there are two people packing is better than one person packing. Right. Two people's ideas are, you're going to get a better idea yeah. than just your idea idea time after time so like if there's someone that you think would be a good business partner that maybe has different strengths than you I would ask them why not that is such good advice it's just like overall basically like two is better than one and I was literally just talking to a friend about this last night because I've been in the process of like trying to hire an assistant and I think like when you're working with someone like sometimes we're trying to like copy and paste ourselves we're like they need to be fun and spunky and da 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 and it's like actually no like 
you want the person that's going to challenge you and help you and have the strengths that you don't have. And that really like reshifted my mindset to be like, I'm not looking for like a duplicate of myself. Like I'm looking for someone to compliment myself, but also that's going to like bring the strengths that I don't have. And so I think I was looking for this like super loud, spunky kind of girl, which obviously is like fun to have, but sometimes it's nice to have the girl that's like, no, like we're going to put our heads down. We're going to go to work and we're like going to be more consistent because I stink at consistency. And that's where I, and I love that y'all have that. And so like, you know, obviously you guys work together. Like how have you maintained fighting against, you know, competition or jealousy or like my idea is better than yours or that sucks. Like how are y'all keeping a healthy friendship amidst all of that and not letting like money get, you know, in the way? So just letting you guys know that today's episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. And y'all, I know life can just be super overwhelming. Burnout is real. Anxiety is real. Depression is real. It is on the rise. And I'm just someone that fully believes that counseling and therapy can definitely help. I know I sought out a Christian counselor about two years ago when I was really going through a very hard time in my life. And maybe you're struggling with it financially, or maybe you're like, I don't know if I can really afford this. I don't know if I'm comfortable seeing someone in person. Well, that's where BetterHelp can come in. So BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't even have to see them if you don't want to. You don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. And just so y'all know, it is much more affordable than in-person therapy. So you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. That's amazing. So I want to give you a little discount. Happy and healthy listeners can get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash healthy. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash healthy healthy. Y'all are going to love this. Enjoy it and get the help that you guys need. I think A, we are always just more concerned. Like we're relationship first. So if we ever are having like a genuinely hard conversation, it's always led with, I care about you first and foremost. Mm -hmm. I care about your feelings, how you're feeling, how you're doing. Like you're happy if you're healthy before, um, before the business. And then I think when we're making like those more granular decisions, like, are we going to do this event? Are we going to do this drop? We always think business first. So like, what is the business need? How is this going to push the business forward? Not like, do we want to do this? Is this something? I mean, obviously it has to sound fun to us more or less. Like we have to be excited about it, but we're, we always will go back to the business. So that leads it to be less personal. So if I'm, um, not I don't know updating the site how it's supposed to be it's not Kennedy like the site needs to be more updated the inventory needs to be more updated it's hey it's hurting our business that the inventory isn't you know being well managed what can we do or what support do you need to make sure that that's being better managed you know so just kind of stripping it back from being personal and and more like leaning on what does the business need in order to be successful yeah I also think too like now we have an office space at the very beginning we were fulfilling out of my apartment and it was in my house which is which was wow. super fun. And we thought it was going to be there for a lot longer. Mm-hmm. Um, it was only there for about six months, but now having an office space that you actually go into and like, that's where work is. And that's yeah. Kennedy and Ralph as business partners. And then when we leave and go to lunch at air one, it's like really quickly shifts to like us yeah. as friends. So I think having that just space to help separate that. Yeah. And I feel like Ralph's really good at this. Just always assuming the best, like even if we're like talking about something, like we're literally just planning an event before this. And I'm, I'm like, Oh, I want this. And she's like, I want this. But it's like, we always felt with like assuming the best, like I wouldn't leave and we're at my house right now, but I wouldn't leave and be like, Oh, Ralph's going to be so annoyed with me about that. Like the yeah. fact that I wasn't excited about her idea. I'm going to be like, 
Ralph loves me and like maybe she was a little bummed that I didn't love her idea, but at the end of the day she loves me and yeah. it's gonna be fine. And we can get over things yeah. pretty quick. Like we're not jealous <laughs> yeah. people, so it's not yeah. like You have to pick the person that's yeah. like that too. We're like, both secure, not yeah. jealous, like want the other person to be more successful than ourselves. Yeah. That is so amazing. And it is so rare to find that. Like to find girls that are healthy and like you know the whole saying like girls supporting girls like that's genuinely what it feels like you do and it seems just so like I don't know like I get I guess in today's culture you know everyone wants to beat each other down and they're negative and they're jealous and like I think out of a lot of insecurities you know you're you're beating other person down and you don't even know why because you're really insecure about something and it's really cool to see that y'all can like healthily do that and I love that it's like no like I'm gonna choose to A, you know, believe the best in them and B, not take this personal. And it's cool because you guys seem like, it seems like you guys have healthy boundaries of like, this is the work boundary and then this is the friendship boundary. And that like really makes a clear distinction. And I think that's like a really hard thing to do, but it seems like y'all do that really well. Like I'm super, super. <laughs> we try. We try. We're also good though at being like, hey, I'm, I can't talk about work right now or like, that's stressing me out. Can we talk about something? Like, we're both pretty self-aware yeah. humans, you know? Yeah. Or that's Ralph good, yeah. Or hours at night. If I text her, she's like, you're really, you're, you're <laughs> my gentle hours right now. I'm like, all right, sorry, talk about it tomorrow. I can wait. Yeah. Um, but then so, sometimes we have to text each other at midnight because we had an idea that's like, I can't forget this, yeah. you know, and the other person Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, it no, being friends so just helps because yeah. we know, like, we know what is exciting to one another. We know it's draining to one another. Yeah. We also know, like, what's going on in each other's personal lives. Like, yeah you know a lot more about a friend when you work with them than like a random coworker. So it's a blessing too. Cause I'm like, Oh, let's go a little lighter today. Like I know this is happening in her yes. personal life yes. or vice versa. So nice. It's so nice. Yeah. That's so true. And I, I mean, I've even noticed with like just living with my roommate, like we know because you live together and your roommates and we also both are in the same industry. There's a, like a ton of crossover, but like, again, when you go to the person being like, Hey, I'm friends with you first. You also, like, there's comfortability and room and grace for the person when you're like, I do know you. I'm allowed to mess up here. I don't have to be perfect. And I'm also not, like, trying to, like, judge you or condemn you. Like, we're friends first. And I know for, like, my roommate and I, like, when we wake up in the morning, it is just known. Like, do not talk to me. I'm drinking my coffee. I'm having my quiet time. Like, we don't talk in the morning. And, like, we don't we don't take it personal because we both know, like, that's how we operate. And we know, like, we're still friends, even though you didn't say, like, good morning, sunshine. Like, it's just like, hey, hey, see you later. Okay, have a good day. Like, we don't take it personal. And I think that's so cool when, like, you come from the stance of, like, hey, I'm comfortable with you and I know you and I know that there's not, like, bad intentions here. So that's so cool. So what is, like, like what's, like, the mindset that y'all constantly go back to when – either like something doesn't go the way you planned or when you were in the beginning trying to start and you're like, oh, like this isn't working. Like what was the mindset that you guys just constantly kept and reminded each other of? I think what's really interesting is that whenever I seem to be having a hard day, Ralph is like the one who's like speaking life and like encouraging me and spurring me on. She's like, no, we got this. Like that's what's really unique about having, um, being co-founders and like co-sharing this. And then when Ralph's having a hard day, usually I'm in a place where I'm like, hey, like like one of us steps up to be the encourager, yeah. which I think is really cool. Honestly, at the beginning, like we literally had so much wind at our back. Like I've never, I've never felt like a door like fully opened up like that for me to walk through. Yeah. Um, even just quitting my job, like I, I feel like I had so much peace about it. Um, but 
there definitely are moments where like crap did we like buy way too much are people not gonna like this like we have those moments yeah. of like doubt but then I think the other person is just like all right like we got this we're making amazing stuff and if it doesn't sell like we'll get them on the next one yeah um, right. and then when we were talking we were talking to Cynthia Rally, she's another um designer and she was like we were talking about this exact same subject and it was like that's the fun part like that's yeah. the part we kind of live for obviously you want your clothes to sell and everything to do really well and nothing to go wrong but things are going to go wrong but that's kind of like where the best things happen like one time yeah. our our launch was three weeks late and we had gone and shot the, the collection overseas but then we had another collection come in earlier and not sold out and that helps momentum for the next collection so it like oh, wow. all does end up working out yeah. and we were like super rigid with it and we're like we don't want that to happen that's not the way we planned yeah. for it to happen july of last year you know six months in advance because that's right. what we're planning out but like when it comes and and that's like the fun part you switch it around and you're like oh wow, that works even better than we thought thank goodness that the factory yeah. like oh, yeah, they, that up they, you know it's up the, the colors that got dyed last time and it ended up oh, being yeah. so much we we're like wait that's actually way better because we think that we're going to sell that color yeah more than the other one now yeah so. dang that's so cool like just kind of being able to like go with the flow and be flexible because that like that's just the end of and what's the word I'm looking for? Inevitability of life is knowing that like crap might hit the fan, like it's gonna go well one season and not the next. And so that's cool again that you guys like have each other for that to be like, oh my gosh, like what do we do? Um, because often like I work alone a lot of times and I, like when crap hits the fan, I'm like, I have no one to go to this with this. So that's like so cool that you'll have each other. Regarding like your clothing, like what do you feel like makes y'all stuff like really stick out? Like, is it like how do you guys actually like design it and who like mainly comes up with the ideas? Is it like cut and sew? Like, how do you guys like actually like make the, the products? It is all cut and sew. <laughs> we look looking at each other. Who wants to go? Uh, it is all cut and sew. It's all our designs, our patterns, proprietary, which is really fun. Neither of us came from fashion or design backgrounds. We um, work with a consultant and manufacturer and she basically helps us bring our ideas to life. So we'll have like a design meeting with her and we'll bring to her like a bunch of different pieces that we're excited or inspired by. And we'll look through the Pantones and scale fabrics. And then we kind of just conceptualize a first fit. And then of course the first fit is never right. You need probably like two or three fittings. So we'll continue yeah. fitting them, trying them on different bodies and then, um, you know, get samples of the lab dips, get samples of the buttons, whatever, whatever um, construction that garment needs. And then once we approve it, we take it into production yeah. and the total time from like conception to, or from idea to end result is like, I'd say four six. to six months. Yeah. I would say that too. And and we both didn't go to school obviously for any of this. Um, but like if you didn't go to school for something, you can still do it. We obviously have people in place that, that can draw and do the CADs and send them to the factory that, that makes the actual garment. But yeah. like Ken and I have loved fashion for forever. I love fashion growing up. I've always been inspired by it. So I'll like draw something that I have an idea of on my little iPad and then they translate it into like their fashion language and send it off so you have we have hired those people in place to help us yeah but it's also we lean a lot on like our gut what we're shopping for what we love yeah. what we're wanting in our wardrobe that's missing what we're looking for like to wear to Coachella or to wear this summer or to wear in the fall like what do we want what colors do we love and then we kind of go off of that so a lot of it is just like what we're what we're dressing in at the yeah, moment agreed. which is kind of fun Oh, that's so cool. It's like you obviously want to wear the stuff that you're creating. Like, don't create it if you actually wouldn't wear it or, like, buy it yourself. 
can you really wear it? Like maybe one. We've done that. Right. Like, we nope, scrapped it. Like, yeah, like just the stuff that we figure out, like loungewear. That's why we started with. Well, we started with active, and then our first um loungewear was the oversized crew neck, and it was because it was during COVID, and all we were doing was sitting inside, and we were wearing an oversized crew neck with biker shorts. And so we're like, okay, we already have the biker shorts in the sports bra. Let's make the oversized crew neck to go on over it. Right. Um, so that's kind of how it's like slowly yeah. evolved. Uh, just things that we like and that are we're gravitating yeah. towards and wearing the most. And we love being a brand where you're not surprised to see anything. Yeah. Like you wouldn't be surprised if we dropped swim, dresses, silk, yeah. like any of it, you know? Um, I love really that. We want to be super cross category. We want to provide pieces that customers have the ability to style up and be creative with or just buy the set and wear it as is. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, basically just not capping yourselves or limiting yourself to, like, one niche. And, like, I don't know. I'm also someone that's, like, so scared to be put inside a box. And, like, I kind of want that, too. Like, anything's possible, y'all. Like, stick around. Just find out. Um, I think that's so fun. And it sounds like to me, like, y'all are passionate about basically sharing with girls or just whomever. Like, you don't have to have a certain background to, like, follow your dreams. Like, you don't have to have studied fashion. Like, if you put your mind to it, like you can do that. And I think that's super inspiring to people that are feeling either disqualified or discouraged because they're like, Oh, like I didn't study this or I have no idea what to start. And it sounds like, you know, maybe what y'all would say, and you can also tell me what you would say is like, okay, like start with your passion, start small. And then like find someone to help you get there. Like, what would you say to someone that's like, I'm disqualified, whatever. Like, what would you say to that? Part of you, like he's going to put you for it. So we both felt incredibly passionate about what we were creating. We felt like a really strong pull towards starting it. And like I said, like so many doors were just open for us. And so I feel like God equipped us for what was ahead. Like, obviously we, we literally were just taking step by step. Like we did not have a playbook. We didn't have a roadmap. Honestly, that probably would have scared both of us into not out of, yeah. out of doing it. Kind of nice that we just took it step by step, but just trusting too, that like, if this is what's meant to be, and like, if this is God's plan for you, then he's going to put the people in place to lead that, that plan to fruition. Yeah. And like not comparing yourself to others, like, Oh, yeah. this business was here at this year. This, these girls did it this way. I think also doing it your own way, like every system that we use, we've created just because we're like, okay, this is a better version of what we've been doing. So we're kind of always iterating on it, which I think is, yeah, is super important to like not compare yourselves to others, because we're all on a different journey. And then also, I've had a really hard time with this Ken's better at it. But like, during college, I did social media influencer things. And I always needed an assistant, but hiring an assistant seemed hard for me because then I was spending more time training them than them actually helping me. But now since yeah, we've hired, like, yeah, it's like the, the thing about how you want someone just like you, but you're never finding that right. perfect person in that, that cycle. But after we've hired people with daily drills, I think it's just like so nice to be able to like get other people to help you and that helps them as well. So yeah. it, it just like get those people that know how to do the design, that know how to manufacture, that have been in this space for a while and hire them and give them the opportunity to help you. I think it's such a better way to look at it than like, it's a little selfish to keep it all to yourself. Like if you have this great thing that invite other people in on it, you know? So that's been something that I've learned for sure with daily drills and it's been so helpful. Gosh, that's such, I love that. That's such a good reminder. I think also like we can tend to get in this like over perfectionism mindset where it's like, if I don't do this, it's like not going to get done. It's going to be whack or it's not going to be good enough. And I heard this um, pastor say, or pastor Craig Rochelle, he was like, it's better to let someone do it at 80% than you do it at a hundred percent. Because 
you can't do everything at 100%. Like, you will literally kill yourself. You will get so drained and all this stuff. He's like, you know, you can teach people to get to maybe 100%, but, like, let someone at least do 80% and, like, find where you can delegate. And it seems like that's what y'all are doing is, like, obviously, like, your strength is different than her strength and finding the other people that need to fill the other buckets that you don't have. And trusting and believing them, like, giving them the freedom to be, like, hey, I believe in you and I want to, you know, like let you have freedom in this versus me micromanaging all the time. Because, you know, when you when you own a business and social media or like literally anything you're doing, like you want it to be so good and you end up like micromanaging and your employees feel like, okay, like you're clipping my wings, like stop. And then you're like, oh my gosh, I have been doing that. And so um, maybe you'll have experienced that as well. For sure. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> yeah. I'm the micromanager. Yeah. So, but it's just good to be the one, like, let's invite other people in on it and let them do yeah. it with us too. I think it's such like a beautiful thing. Yeah. But yeah. It, it's oh, taken yeah. us both a while. Ken's yeah. like definitely the more micromanager side, but I'm the more like hands-off side and they need obviously some hands-on. So yeah. it's like, I love you delegating, do both. I do love delegating. I just also, I'm like, I can just do it all myself, you know? Yeah. But you like, it's just helpful. I think that we both like do, have different approaches. And so then yeah. it ends up being like the perfect approach. And we're always like, who's the mom? That's funny. I love that. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, I feel like, okay, so actually someone submitted this question. I thought it was actually a really good question. So what is something that you guys wish you knew before starting this brand? I'm so thankful we didn't know everything because I don't, I think if we would have seen everything and all the hurdles we were going to have to do and, yeah. and just how crazy it's gotten, I think it might have scared us both away from it. So I'm glad. Yeah. I'm honestly glad we didn't know a ton of things. Yeah. Um, but one thing we wish we knew. I would say I wish probably that I knew that we we obviously always thought and hoped that we would be successful but I wish that I would have known I wish I would have had faith in us a little bit sooner like yeah. I wish we would have gotten the office space two months sooner I wish we would have hired the mm. employee too much sooner like just had a little bit more trust in ourselves you know that that's a raven moments when she can like see in the future yeah. obviously like I kind of wish we had a little bit more obviously now though like I'm like we can't do that. Like, we need to do it. Like, I don't know. You're like, we can't spend a thousand dollars on that. I'm like, I think. We yeah. Can. So just like, yeah, just knowing, it. like trusting yourself. I guess that's not really knowing anything, but just yeah, trusting your gut and like also taking a risk and knowing that if it doesn't work out, that that's also okay. Yeah. I'm I'm yeah. such a person. I'm very risk adverse. I'm like, how can I minimize? Like, I I hate looking back at something and being like, oh, I could have easily avoided that. Like, had I thought that that strategy through a little bit more. I wouldn't have done it. Like, I don't like to be impulsive. Um, but then there's also something that's really sweet and about being spontaneous and impulsive and like trying it out, even if it doesn't work mm -hmm. um, and trusting your gut. Cause so much good has come from just trusting their gut and trying something new. Yeah. For me, I think I would just be like, I would tell myself to dream a little bit bigger and like get more excited about expanding. Like I remember when Ralph was like, I want to do swimsuits. And I was like, you're not going to do swimsuits for like four years, Ralph. Like you are crazy. Yeah. And we just shot swimsuits. So it's, yeah. Yay. It's, um, yeah. it's just, it's cool. And I think I wish that like, I wouldn't have had so many constraints for myself or like, you think about traditional wow. branding, traditional marketing, traditional expansion. Like you don't go cross category for a couple of years. You like find your lane. So you're recognizable and we're kind of doing exactly the opposite. Yeah. And I am really happy we are, but originally I was like, oh my gosh, what are we doing? Yeah. Dang. Again, that just goes back to like, it's so cool to see how, you know, you might've been like, I don't want to take this risk. And then Ralph was like, no, we're taking the risk. And 
again, that's just so cool to see how you guys like work together. And I just, I love that. Um, okay. So I have two more questions for y'all. The one of the last is like, what is like the impact that you guys want to leave? Like when you want to be known for something, like what is it that you want to be known for? I love that question. I feel like from a young age, I've always felt like God's given me influence. I know it sounds a little weird to say, not in like social media sense, but just like, I've always felt like a responsibility to like encourage people to spur them on, to like be a confidant to them, to um, be a friend alongside them. And I remember saying literally when we started it, even before, like if it's an intern, if it's an employee, I don't care who it is. Like, I just want to influence them and leave them better than they came. And I, wow. I've had like a lot of different leaders in my life, some which were great, some which I um, definitely had a lot to learn from. And I've just always aspired to be a great leader. I don't need to have hundreds of employees. I can have one employee for the rest of my life. And if I'm adding to their life and if I'm making it so that they're able to come to the office and not feel anxious and know that they're like loved and supported and cared for, um, I think that is so important because we spend more time with each other than we spend with, I, I see you more than I see my husband, you yeah. know? So it's like really the workplace <laughs> does have such significance in the quality of your life. And I hope to be right. a leader and a person who like spills out joy and excitement and encouragement and like, and, and provides an area where there's intellectual curiosity and, um, so that's really like my my heart for our business too is like even as we grow like internally we'd be super happy and super healthy and then that would overflow into obviously our customer base that they could feel the message that and the culture that we've created from within yeah I would say I think the exact same thing being a happy kind person I think is like my goal in life and I think also having daily drills like having our employees be happy and kind and everything like Ken, we've said on other podcasts, like we didn't really start with a mission statement, like Daily Jill's is here to provide this and this and this and this. It's right. like, okay, let's like kind of just start with daily drills and we're clothing and it's that simple. And then let's like be the people that we want to be and have the employees that we want to have and yeah. cultivate that environment inside. And now it's kind of like shown on the outside world through our exclamation point in our logo, but that was never like the beginning intention. So yeah. I like how that's like evolved slowly. Like we, in our office we're like you need to know your FedEx driver's name like you need to know that your nail lady's name just like those little like yeah. small jobs small roles that like you can we see them every day you see them, like you're saying you see them more than your significant other like it is crazy but just like the little people quote unquote in life that like people easily pass over just like highlighting them I think yeah. is one of like our biggest goals like highlighting our manufacturer and our factories and all of those people that get so easily looked over that and in all aspects of life, I think yeah, is okay. one of our goals. Yeah, man, that is like such a good reminder and so amazing. And I think I wish more people knew that. And I think that is something that people just pass over so much, like so quickly. It's just people's goals are like, how do we make like more money and more followers and make ourselves look better or whatever. And I just love, and I, I really believe that it shows like in your business and like in y'all's personalities, like even just like, being on the zoom call with y'all I'm like wow like you can just tell that you guys genuinely like are good people and like love people well and that's just like really inspiring and I think that's something too when like I was trying to hire someone you know I, I wanted that same thing of like this is a safe place for you like my home should be a safe place like this is not where like 
you're going to be reprimanded. Like you are okay to have, you know, sadness. You're okay to bring in like burdens. Like you're okay to be not okay here. And like making people feel safe and known and heard versus just like, you're a commodity, work for me, make me more money and go get me coffee. You know what I mean? Like, right, exactly. No we've all felt work. that. We've all felt yeah. that probably. Oh, it's terrible. I, absolutely. I've been that to some people and I'm like, that sucks. Like you don't personally care about me. And again, like listening to Craig Rochelle, he has a whole podcast on leadership. I've learned so much from him. And he says like all the same things that y'all have been saying. And I'm like, man, like I love that. And so dang, like I love supporting y'all. And I think that's so amazing. And I think that'll just, really like overall bless your business and y'all's personal lives the more you keep that up and that's just a good reminder i'm sure for me and my listeners as well so way to go y'all thank, thank you. you you're so sweet <laughs> <laughs> well the last question that i have for y'all and kennedy you actually said something about being happy and healthy but the question is that i asked a lot of my guests is like what in your life makes you be happy and healthy i know that's the name of this podcast but like i love finding out to my guests like what keeps you happy and healthy the first thought that came to my mind was community, like having deep community in LA has really made my life so much more happy and healthy. Um, having like genuine deep connections with people who know me inside out, know my needs, make me feel like seen and loved. I don't need like a hundred friends, but having like three best friends and my husband in LA who deeply know me, like enriches my life so much. And I feel like um, I was we were actually just listening to your other podcast before this, but with Jenny Allen and she was talking about community too and just yes. like the significance yeah. of it. Um, and I, I like totally echo that. I think like for me, like my community and like church community, friend community, family community is so important in my overall health and happiness. Yeah. And I feel like you do a lot of work too to like help that keep that up because that's like the number one question I always get asked on Instagram like how do you find community in LA or how do you find friends like yeah. it is a lot of work we've lived here for eight years like Ken's gone a to a church her whole life like you you are always going to the dinner with the person and doing the thing so I feel like showing up for them it's, it's a lot of intentionality and a yeah. Lot of investment. yeah it it's is kind of harder than just doing things on your own yeah but it's worth right. it I think um, for me, I would say like something as simple as like the sunset and the beach, like make me super happy and healthy, like just taking like time for yourself or time with another uh, someone in your community, a friend, your boyfriend. Um, I think just like having time like that is, is so nice. Like just being outside every day that I see the sunset, I feel like is a good day. So it seems so cheesy, but it really is. No, I think that's so true. When I lived out there, like I would literally like speed down Wilshire Boulevard and I was like I gotta catch sunset because I missed time. I would, yeah like I was like I would be so sad if I missed it and you know like LA has some of the most amazing sunsets and I lived in Santa Monica and I would bike there and I was just like this is like living my best life and I love that and I miss that so much and I love those answers just again with community like you're so right everything that Jenny talks about I'm going through her book right now and it is so true like life is only as like healthy and rich as it is with your community I feel like and people really you know they help shift and shape that so 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 much that's such a good reminder and I love that you guys both like have that in your answers so thank you guys for you know just the interview and like I love chatting with y'all um hopefully I get to meet you guys because I come out to LA like all the time Please. I'll be actually twice this know. month oh my gosh Seriously, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be there okay yes. wait, I'm gonna DM y'all on Instagram <laughs> um, yes. 
And thank you. Of this course. was so refreshing. I'm like ready to seize the day. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Let's go girls. Yes. <laughs> um, okay. Well, thank you guys. And then just for my listeners listening, um, where can they like find y'all? Like where can they follow you? And I know you have your daily drills Instagram, but where can they follow you personally? Um, I'm at Mary Ralph on Instagram. I'm at Kennedy Critchlow. Yeah. And just daily drills is at daily drills. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And do you guys have any like exciting new launches coming soon that we should know about? Well, Just shot uh, in the Bahamas when it comes out at the end of this month. So that's Ken's wearing it right now. Okay, I was staring at it the whole time being like, where did she get that? Okay, that's good to know. I would love that. Yeah. Please, I, that color I mean, is so been fun. Wearing it. That's the issue. Before we launch yeah. it, but you know. <laughs> we can't do it all the time. Any, yeah. We can't help ourselves. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love it. Well, thank you guys. I'm rooting obviously for your success and I'm so in y'all's corner and I am just so like inspired and I think y'all are crushing it. So thank you guys for being on the podcast and I will be definitely following you guys after this and um, everyone go check out daily drills. These girls are awesome. And until then stay happy and healthy. Bye guys. All right, you guys, that was today's episode with Daily Drills. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I just feel like those girls are so sweet and so fun, and, like, I want to hang out with them when I go to L.A. next. Like, I genuinely do. They're awesome. So I hope you guys enjoyed that and learned something and just was motivated by them and inspired by them. And I will be doing some more solo episodes. So I'm actually trying to maybe alternate the routine that I've been doing. I think I want to do two solo episodes a month as well as two with guests because, honestly, when I look at the stats – The solo episodes tend to perform better than the ones with guests, which I'm honestly honored. I'm like, wow, thank you guys. So my team and I, we're going to try to focus on that a little bit more and work on that. And I will be doing a Q&A soon, so stay tuned for that. It might already be up now. I'm not actually sure, but go check it out. And yeah, I post these every Tuesday. You guys can also watch these now on Spotify as well, which is so freaking cool. Um, These are on Spotify, YouTube, iTunes, or no, I guess Apple Podcasts, and Anchor. And you guys can watch this. You can listen to it, whatever floats your boat. Um, We have all sorts of resources. I literally just spit. All over my microphone. That was disgusting. (laughs) Y'all, I'm a sloppy mess today. I'm sorry. Anyway, um, just pretend I didn't do that. Uh, Yeah, but anyway, you can check us out in all different formats. So thank you guys for listening or watching. I love hanging out with you guys. I will see you guys again next Tuesday for another episode of Happy and Healthy. Until then, stay happy and healthy. Bye, guys. Love y'all.